Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Well, it's Reformation Sunday. A Sunday that we set aside to celebrate the Reformation. That on October 31st, 1517, when Martin Luther hit the nail into the door at Wittenberg, the echoes of the hammer went throughout Europe. That this collegiate debate that Luther wanted to have ended up becoming a spark that would ignite Europe, which would cause great change, great change in so many things and in so many ways. It's also a day that we set aside, and we usually choose texts that reflect the Reformation, texts that were truly important for the Reformation. However, I have to admit, it's also the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. And we have texts that go with the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. Now, typically, we would set that aside, and we would look only at the Reformation text, but I have to be honest, whenever I was looking at the various texts as I was preparing for today, I saw the text for the 21st Sunday after Pentecost, and I thought to myself, I have to preach on the gospel, especially the gospel. I've just got to preach on the gospel lesson. There's a couple different reasons. For one, it's the story of Zacchaeus. It's a story of a short person. And you know who knows a lot about short people? Me. And so I was thinking, boy, i got to preach on that one. There's a short person in the text, and I never get to preach on a short person. But the second thing is actually also really, really important, and that's this. This story that stands before us today so epitomizes everything about the Reformation that I thought it just fit way too well to just ignore it and to focus on other texts. So I thought to myself, I have to preach on it. This is a text that is, it is the image of the gospel message. The gospel message which Martin Luther rediscovered. Now notice what I said. I didn't say he discovered the gospel. The church had preached the gospel, had taught the gospel for over a millennia. But the church had gotten corrupt. Things got in the way. It had become clouded. No, Luther didn't discover the gospel. He rediscovered the gospel in the midst of all of those other things that had started to get in the way. Now, in order to understand this a little better, we need to understand a few, a few little things here and there about the text that kind of highlight the importance of it. First thing you're going to notice is that the text tells us that Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector. Now, Luke knows what he's doing. Notice where Luke places this text. Last week, our text was in Luke 18. It was the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector going to the temple. And the Pharisee, arrogant, talking about all the great things that he does, the tax collector stands at a distance and says, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And now, directly after that text, we have a story about a tax collector, but not just any tax collector. No, Zacchaeus isn't just a normal, everyday, run-of-your-mill tax collector. He is the chief. He is the one on top of it all. He didn't just, he wasn't just a sinner of which this was the best job he could get. 
He was the guy that embraced this as his identity. He made a living off of the backs of other people. And he embraced it. He embraced who he was, and he climbed the ladder. And he made it to the top. He was the chief tax collector. The chief. But that also made him a low member of society, not a very loved man. The kind of man that nobody really wanted to see. That no one really wanted to be around. And so, yes, he was rich. He was wealthy. But think about how he had gotten that wealth. Not only that he was a sinner and this was the only job that you could get if you were a a public sinner, which is typically how tax collectors were, but even more, he was their chief. But it goes even further. He was short. Remember, I said this before. But it's not just that. It's not just that he was short. He was low in terms of his status as society. He was low in terms of a member of the community. And yes, he was also short. By the way, they said the average size of a person back in those days is somewhere around 5'8", 5'9". And I'm 5'8", which means if this guy is short, he might only be 5' tall, maybe shorter. I don't know. But he was at the low end of community, so much so that he could not see over the heads of others as the crowds came and as Jesus arrived. He couldn't see. And so he actually goes and climbs up a tree. But you see, this is where the story becomes really important. Because you see, if we were using some of that corrupted theology that was around in the time of Luther, we might say, yes, it was the act of him climbing the tree that got Jesus' attention. We might talk about how he should have climbed higher in the tree, how he had earned his favor. And when Jesus arrives, we might expect Jesus to tell Zacchaeus, climb higher, you're almost there, you're halfway up to heaven. But that's not what Jesus says. While Zacchaeus is busy searching in all the wrong places for Jesus, Jesus comes to him. You see, this is the heart and the soul of the gospel message. That we have a Lord that seeks sinners. That seeks the lost. Even though they might be trying to do everything wrong, we have a God who seeks us. Zacchaeus didn't have to climb up the tree. He didn't have to climb higher up the tree. Jesus came to him. And what does he tell him to do? He doesn't tell him to climb higher. He doesn't tell him that he's, he's working really well and he's almost there. He tells him to come down. Get down out of the tree. I'm going to stay with you tonight. This man, this chief tax collector, this public sinner... Jesus is going to be with him. And this man repents. He repents of his sins. He's going to give his money back. He's going to cut it in half. He's going to give back to anybody he defrauded. Repentance. It's it's turning from your sin. That's, That's what it is. That's what it literally means. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, through the very work of God, people turn from their sin. It's not something that we do. It's not something that Zacchaeus did on his own. 
It's something that Zacchaeus did because Jesus Christ called to him. Because Jesus Christ spoke to him and called him forward. Yes, God sought out Zacchaeus. God gave to Zacchaeus ultimately that faith, pushing him to repentance. And notice how the text ends. Salvation itself has come to this house. We have a God who seeks the lost and gives to them salvation. That's the Reformation. That's what it was all about. It was all about the fact that we did not have to work for our salvation. We did not have to earn our salvation. That doesn't mean that our life shouldn't change. It should change. But it should change because God has impacted our life. Because we have experienced that gospel message. And because we know that we are saved through the very work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we live differently. We don't live differently in order to earn salvation We live differently because we are saved. Because we have a God who seeks and who saves. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your